Good morning, everyone. I hope everyone's having a blessed day. Uh, let's get started with a word of prayer, then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for your mercy and grace. Thank you for always being there. Thank you for never forsaking us. Thank you for making us the people that we are, Father God. Thank you for um, helping us to develop into better people. Father God, thank you for giving us your strength. Most of all, Father God, thank you for saving our soul. Father God, we praise your holy name, and we're so grateful for everything that you have done for us. Father God, we ask as we partake in your word today, Father God, whether we're reading or hearing it, help us to apply it. Help us to change. Help me to change. Help me to give out this devotional the way you wanted to give it out, not how I want to give it out. Speak through me so I can speak to your people, Father God. Father God, bless the ones that are hearing it, and bless the ones that are reading it. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, um, let's go over our memory verse real quick. Proverbs 15, 29. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Let's say it together. Proverbs 15, 29. We're going to say it slow. The Lord is far from the wicked. Let's say it again. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayers of the righteous. But he hears the prayers of the righteous. I think that Bible verse is very simple for us to do. Um, hopefully we get it. Let's go on to our verse of the day. Proverbs 329. Uh, maintain sound wisdom and discretion, my son. Don't lose sight of them. Topic, maintaining sound wisdom. Okay, affirmations. I'm going to say it. I'm going to pause behind each one to give you opportunity to say it. I want to grow more in wisdom. I'm not fearful. Today, I am blessed. God inspired me. Thoughts. A small percentage of wisdom is naturally given to each person when it is given to us. It's up to us to do what's necessary to grow it. Some don't want wisdom. Some don't want knowledge. Some people think that just being educated on some things is what we're supposed to do. Yes, we all have the opportunity to go to school, to grow, and to learn. Some feel it's not, not for, for them, but when we become a child of God, we, he wants us to be full of wisdom and knowledge about his word, about his ways, because in doing this, we will be prepared to face anything the enemy comes against us with. Just like in school, we got pop quizzes or tests, and it was up to us to study and, and be able to pass the test. And if we didn't, we failed, right? Seeing an A on our paper was always nice because it meant we did what we're supposed to do. Seeing a B meant we did okay, but not great. It was okay, but not great. And seeing a C was always in between. As we go down in the letters, we realized we didn't do enough. And a lot of us would be upset to see anything other than an A, right? In life, we have tests and trials, and they come out of nowhere. And sometimes we fail because we are prepared, because we... We aren't prepared spiritually to pass them. We fail because we didn't seek the wisdom of God to handle what we need to handle. And sometimes we pass the test because we studied our word. We equipped ourselves with the word of God so that we are prepared for the enemy and his antics and schemes. If we don't read our word and pray to God, how will we know how to defeat, defeat Satan and his schemes? We won't. Today, God wants us to know that in order to maintain wisdom and knowledge, we must study to show ourselves approved. In order to maintain wisdom, we must read and eat the word of God. Without it, we will always fail. 
Joshua 1 8, the book of the Bible, book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. It tells us here the word of God can't and shouldn't depart from us. We must meditate on it day and night. And that means when we read, we must ask God to give us the knowledge to understand so that we may do what is written and not just read it. Only then we will know the way of God. We can't expect to know his ways if we don't study our word. We can't know his ways if we don't pray and call out to him. And Proverbs tells us, don't let them escape our sight. Keep them buried inside you. In order to do that, we must do what Joshua says. He says to study, meditate on the word day and night. We can't jump up and prepare for the enemy during a storm. Our mind will be everywhere. Our emotions will be too high. But if we study, if we stay ready and use wisdom, we will always be prepared for the antics. Proverbs 4.21, let them not escape from the sight. Keep them within your heart. In order to gain wisdom and to stay under the covenant of God and not to fulfill the lust of the flesh, we must abide in God. We must accept what the word says and use it. Use his wisdom and use his knowledge. You can read Jesus, you can read Jesus saying this to his, his disciples. Behold, I am sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. So be wise as serpent and innocent as doves. Matthew 10 and 16. See, how could they be wise if they didn't study? Jesus knew what was, was out there. And he knew that it must be prepared. He knew how wicked this world would be in order to stand in this world and not fall prey to the things of it. We must study our word. We must pray. It's essential to survival, survival of spirituality. Today, if you feel you don't study enough, and if the enemy pops up out of nowhere like a pop quiz, and that you will fail, study now. Ask Holy Spirit how not to fall prey to this world. Ask him to teach you how to study, how to meditate on his word. Because being unprepared for an exam or a, or a quiz could cost you a failing grade, but being unprepared spiritually could cost you spiritually. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for everything. Help us to be wise. Give us wisdom, Lord. We desire to know you more, to become more like you. Forgive us if any of any and every sin we have committed. Lord, help us to conquer our biggest battles and our worst fears. We want to be in your will. We don't want to fall prey to the enemy. We don't want to obey our flesh, but we want to do we want to do the we want to be able to do the desires of you. We want to be able to use our wisdom and knowledge to deny whatever comes our way. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the verse, the topic today is maintaining sound wisdom. I can remember um, my mom put us in this Christian private school. And um, I think we came in the middle of the year, to be honest, or maybe halfway in the beginning. I don't know. It was, it was very odd how we started. And um, every Wednesday, they would do a pop quiz spelling test. I remember um, raising my hand and telling the teacher, I said, because um, my my twin and I was in the same room, I said, we're not ready for this test. We didn't study. She said, oh, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, I'm terrible. I was thinking myself, I'm terrible in spelling. And I was. I was very awful in spelling. So she gave us the, the, the pop quiz, and she graded it. And at the end of the day, I knew what I was going to get. My twin was great in spelling. So I, I had to think she made a decent C. I made an F. I was very upset 
because I wasn't prepared. It, it wasn't the ideal of, for me at the time as a child, it wasn't the thing that I wasn't prepared. It was the thing that I told her and I made an F. And I knew I wasn't going to make good in um, spelling, but I at least knew I could make at least a C, you know, max if I studied. But I made an F. And it made me feel awful. And it caused my emotions to be very unstable. And I was always nervous to take a spelling test after that. My point of telling you the story is that when we are not prepared spiritually and the enemy attacks and we fall into sin, we become shameful and our emotions, just like my emotions, go into a whirlwind. We must always be ready for the enemy because we never know when he's going to come. We might think he comes one way and he comes another. I can remember when I first gave my life to God, the enemy came at me so hard, so fast. And sometimes I passed, sometimes I failed because I was a babe in Christ, but I didn't read the way I should. I should have read every day. I mean, I was hungry for the word, but I read just to be reading. I wasn't reading and comprehending. And when I read, when I realized this, the Holy Spirit gave me the ability to be able to read and understand and apply. And once I learned that reading and applying, it changed my dynamic on how when the enemy came at me, I was ready with the word. He wasn't able to attack my mind. And that's where he usually used to attack me as in my mind. He would bring up days that I had fun drinking. He would bring up days of me just spending nights after nights drinking. And, and he would show me being happy. But I knew deep down inside I wasn't. See, the enemy would attack our mind with things telling us that we was happy when we were sinners. Or we were happy committing a certain sin, whether we we're a Christian or not. He would remind us of those things that felt good to us that when we knew it, it did. But when we are prepared and we realize that that life is dead, we was dead in Christ. But now we're alive because he is alive and he gives us authority and we walk in that authority. So when he shows us these things, <clears throat> when he plants these thoughts in our heads, we are so easy to say, no, Satan, I wasn't happy then. No, you will not show me this. No, you will not make me feel like I'm in the worst spot in my life. And I'm not. You can, I rebuke you in Jesus' name. You can go back to hell. I rebuke you in Jesus' name. I rebuke the spirit of depression. I rebuke the spirit of anxiety. You can go back to hell. You can say those things in authority and you can believe and know that he will leave. You see what I'm saying? If you didn't study the word and knew that Jesus went through the same thing, that the enemy kept bothering him and he kept rebuking him, you would never know that, that you have that authority, that if Jesus can do it, you can too, because he's giving you the authority and power. But if you never read your word, how will you know? You would think you're just getting ambushed by Satan and everyone get ambushed by Satan. But it's the point of whether we are prepared when he comes. Are you prepared for your pop quiz, for your trial? Are you ready for the enemy when he attacks? Are you ready for the boss that comes at you every day with something ugly to say? Are you ready for the person that you work with every day, your coworker to come to you every day and say something ugly? Are you ready to tell yourself that you are beautifully, wonderfully made, that you're not a failure? 
Are you ready to tell yourself that you can conquer anything because Jesus is with you? Can you remember those things? Can you, can you, can you carry those things with you every day? Can you do what the, our, our memory verse says that he hears the prayers of the righteous? Do you remember that? So do you remember that when you call out to him and you're, you're getting bullied or you're getting bothered, or you're getting frustrated that he hears you? That you can apply that to your life because you know he hears you. and You don't have to sit there and say, oh, no, he doesn't hear me. No, he does. So let's look at some reference verses real quick. So um, grab your Bible. If you have your Bible, go to Mark 12. Mark 12, verse 33. Okay. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, and to love your neighbors as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. See, in the word, it tells us today to love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength. If we didn't read our word and we didn't ask for wisdom and knowledge, we wouldn't know that it says love your neighbor as yourself. This is important than all burnt offering sacrifices. Back then, um, when they committed a sin, they would do burnt offerings. And it tells us here that those burnt offerings aren't important, but loving your neighbor as yourself is more important. So you can... Think that upholding all the laws in the Bible, up doing everything God tells you to do is important. But if you're not loving yourself, loving your neighbor as yourself, and you're not loving God with all your heart, with all your understanding, with all your strength, you're not obeying the word of God. You're not applying it. We must learn that every facet of this Bible that has a law or a rule in it, we must obey it. No, we're not going to be people that follows the law and this is what we have to follow. No, no, God done away with the law, but we must follow those guidelines to live a righteous life. You see, we're not people that have to follow that anymore. We, 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 Jesus became the lamb. He is, he became the burnt offering and the sacrifice. He became that. So we no longer have to do burnt offering and sacrifice. All we have to do is say, God, I'm sorry. But if you don't read your word, you will never know this. You see what I'm saying? We have to learn how to gain wisdom and knowledge when we read his word. Let's go on to the second reference. Proverbs 19 and 20. Go to Proverbs 19. Verse 1. Listen to the advice and self-discipline, and at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Let's read that again. Listen to advice and self-discipline. It says it all through Proverbs, all through the Bible. People that are wise accept discipline. When you're not able to accept correction, you're not able to accept someone disciplining you, the Lord disciplining you, you're, you're not going to be able to change. You're not going to want to change. You're going to be so focused on that God chastised you or that you got corrected that you're not looking at, okay, I need to change what I'm doing wrong. 
you're so focused on this person called me out, this person corrected me. No, my friends, we must start looking at discipline in a way as in it will help us grow. It will give us wisdom. It will make us wise. Because if we're never corrected, how will we know we're wrong? You have prophets and pastors and preachers and teachers. If they're honest with you, they will tell you, God chastised me what I said. God chastised me what I did wrong. But if you have people that says, well, I never get chastised by God, then you're not listening. There's no way you made it through your whole day and never got chastised by God. I said something the other day and he immediately said, no, did not say that. That's not nice. Immediately. And I'm being transparent with you. And I took that moment and I said, I'm sorry. And I said, I'm sorry to the person I know I offended. We have to be better people. In order to be better people, we have to set discipline. Even as children, we would do something wrong and our mom, our dad, our parents would correct us. And we learned from that and we grew and made us wiser. Even with allowances, it might have seemed small. Some of us got great allowances. Some of us got terrible ones. You know, who's counting? But whatever allowance they gave us, it was to teach us how to spend, how to save. And if we took that money, we just spent it immediately. And they get on to us. They're like, no, that's not how you do that. You, you don't do your, your finances like this. You save it. Or, no, you can't buy this piece of candy because you only got a dollar. You have to come back next week and get another dollar. Now, you have some parents that are like, okay, I'll go ahead and buy it for you. Just give me the dollar. You have some parents that are very stern and be like, no, you don't have enough money. You got to pick something else. See, that is discipline. That is showing you wisdom and showing you knowledge on how to conduct your finances. But if you never had that, that's why we have some people that overspend. That's why we have some people that don't know how to save their money, how to conduct themselves with their money, because they never was taught it and they never tried to learn it. And they might have was taught it and didn't care to learn it. You see what I'm saying? Wisdom and knowledge is a road where you're being given it, but you also been conducted with how you act. You're, 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 you've been chastised on how to act. It, we all are not going to get it the first time. We're all not going to know what to do the first time. But we have to have ears to hear the Lord speak to us. And a lot of times we ignore the Lord because we don't want to change what he's trying to show us. But we must learn to be people that hear God's voice or hear the Holy Spirit voice and be willing to change. Let's look at our last reference verse. Ephesians 5.15 and 17. So let's go to Ephesians 5. I totally forgot how to spell Ephesians. <laughs> go to verse 15. Be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise making the most out of every opportunity because the days are the wicked. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. See, it tells us here, be careful. Be careful. Be mindful of how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. 
it goes back to here that we cannot have a wise life if we don't hear the Lord, if we don't read our word, if we don't pray. How will we get direction? How will we know if we don't do these things? So we must take our time and study our word. Ask the Holy Spirit, what am I doing wrong in my life? And you hear me say that all the time, God, the Holy Spirit, what am I doing in my life that's, that's not acceptable to you? What am I doing in my life that, that isn't of you? What do I have in my life that's not of, of you? Sometimes some of us might be keeping things that we shouldn't keep. Some of us might be um, buying things that we shouldn't buy. And we realize, oh, okay, this is not what we're supposed to buy. This is not what I'm supposed to do. This is not what I'm supposed to say. And because you connected with the true vine, he was able to tell you no. So you took the wisdom that he gave you and the knowledge he gave you and changed. You see what I'm saying? All these steps come together and build a foundation. And that's what we must have when we have a relationship with God. It's a foundation. Okay. So if you feel that you don't have a whole lot of wisdom, if you feel that when that you're going through life just coasting, and I don't know if you ever seen a car where you put it in, um, you put it in this uh, certain standard and it just drifts. You don't have to touch it. You can just you can just drift. I forgot the name of it, but you it, you, it drives for you. Basically, just drift. You basically just drive. Some of us, that's what we're doing. We have no hands on the steering wheel. We're just basically coasting. We're coasting through life. We have to understand when we are Christians and we become children of God, we no longer coast. We no longer be content with things. We we want. We should want to grow. And if you're at your top, if you're in life right now, you're just coasting. You realize it. Ask God to help you not to coast. Ask God to help you to grab the wheel. Ask God to help you to park the car and allow him to drive. So he may teach you how to go through life. Because wisdom and knowledge is just not for people that go to school and have masters and PhD. They're for anyone that wants to learn. And God desires for us all to be wise. Because it's some people in this world that will see that you're not wise in a certain area and take full advantage of you. And if you're not hearing his voice, you won't hear him speak to tell you, stay away from that person. That's why some of us go through what we go through. Not because we have a bad hand in life. Not because we um, that's just how our life goes. That's just what the enemy tells us. No, our life goes like that because sometimes, sometimes, we don't allow the Holy Spirit to speak. We allow him to be the backseat driver. No, start today and ask God to give you more wisdom and knowledge every day. I pray for that every day. I ask, ask the Holy Spirit, please give me wisdom and knowledge. Because I want to know how to handle situations. I want to learn how know how to teach more. I want to teach the world how to build a relationship with God. And I can't do that on my own wisdom. I have to do it in knowing the word of God and have to do it by hearing him and applying his word to my life. So I'd be able to tell others how to conduct their life by hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me. So I pray you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you and I love you, too. Have a blessed day.